Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kaoshima Bukuro. How's it? Devin Nakoba will be here in a minute. He's just running a couple of minutes late and we wanted to get the show started. So, Devin, we'll see you in a, in a minute. Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of the way they can stay in touch with the show. There's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to watch the podcasts. And of course, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. If you'd like to help the show, get more music on the channel, we have a big act coming in for High Sessions today, and you know our Patreons get to come down and check it out. But uh, become a Patreon. Go to patreon.com and donate. There you'll be more involved in the show, help determine who and what is on. Are you going to tell us we- what the big act is? Maybe at the end of the show. Okay. I will. Okay. Uh, so we'd like to thank our two new patrons, Jen and Quinn, both from Honolulu. Thank you, thank Jen you. and Quinn, for being patrons. Uh I'd like to thank Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Landscape Architects. You can call Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate. They just did some work for me up in Hawaii Kai. Cleared out a bunch of stuff. Excellent work. So kupukupulandscaping.com or call Kevin. Thank you to Fort Ruger Market for the food. Had the yep. Ruger delicious, but you guys had beef stew. Yes. yes. And it was delicious. It was good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they have a good beef stew plate as well. You can find Devin, Kuma94.7 in the mornings. You can go to highlifeclothing.com to find Kyle. And now, let me introduce our esteemed guest, Mr. James Mane, who's a comedian, actor, podcaster, and um, all-around good dude. You were actually recommended to me by Brooke Lee. She's like, you got to get James on. I love Brooke Lee. Everybody loves Brooke Lee. This is true. She's super cool. Like, uh, the first time I met her, I'm like... I thought, you know, she'd be like super high makamaka because of all the accomplishments she had. And then you talk to her, she's like the most down-to-earth person. You For sure. Know? Like I told, I told her too, I was like, man, you know, I figure you stuck up because you are the miss of the universe. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys even do galaxy. You just skip galaxy yeah, 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 yeah. straight to universe. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but, but you talk to her, like it's like talking to this one chick. Yeah, it's on Taylor yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. So... So, James, thank you so much for being here for the Thanks podcast. For me. I didn't realize. So, tell us a little bit about your podcast because you do one with uh, one, of, one of the greatest comedians, in my opinion, of all time, not even from Hawaii, but uh, Mr. Andy Bumatai. Yeah, uh, we do the Daily Pigeon podcast, which is uh, every weekday. That's how crazy he is. So ah. Yeah, and nonstop. I, I missed one, and I feel bad because he's all the time. He does a podcast every day? Except the weekends. Yeah. Every That's day crazy. that he's yeah that he's not traveling three o'clock uh, Hawaii Standard Time on and it's simulblast on YouTube Twitch three Facebook pages um, wow. LinkedIn and Twitter is it live yeah wow so, so that's the other thing about Andy not only is he a talented comedian he gets all that tech stuff down yes he is he was showing me like oh yeah I have my Twitch and I can do the camera angles and then I you know I'm going live and stuff this is all stuff that's foreign to me yeah it blew my mind away because I I actually have an associate's degree in cybersecurity, and I went to his house and saw his stuff and he's teaching me about Twitch and I was like wait a minute what generation are you and I was like oh yeah you know people donate they donate biddies I was like what is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's explaining it to me like he's the kid. And I was like, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So 
Did you grow up watching him? I did. My very first stand-up uh, comedy show was High School Days. Okay. Mm. That I've ever seen was yeah. him. And I was watching, he's like, man, it's so, it's so funny, but it's so weird that he's just standing up there and just, just you know, acting silly or talk, telling jokes. And then after that, because my, my two sisters who are older than me like different types of comedy. Mm-hmm. So uh, after watching Andy Boomer Time, my other sister shows me Benny Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, Benny Hill. Yeah. I always watch Benny Hill. Yeah, the pervert. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got away with a lot of stuff on television, man. So, Devin. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, there's Devin. Perfect timing, Devin. We just started. We oh, just no. started. Yeah. You know what's funny is my dad used told me that I used to stay up late when I was a little kid, and I'd watch Johnny Carson and Benny Hill. And I'd just be on the couch cracking up. And I, but I don't remember Benny Hill. I remember Johnny Carson and, mm. you know, all the jokes and stuff. But I don't remember Benny Hill. But he said I was just... At all? It was very yeah. adult humor. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. That's the first time I, I've ever seen lingerie. I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when he's chasing the ladies yeah. and then the old man's chasing him. and Yeah. Oops, man. Yeah. Benny yeah. Hill. What yeah, that was introduction to Chi-Chi's for me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but it was on cable, though? No, that's the weird thing about it. How, it did, was I on wa- how did I watch it? It was like late night on Channel 2 or something. Yeah. Know, it was the was... 80s, so I guess the yeah. 80s was more open. They were a little more relaxed. I was in elementary school and I used yeah. to watch it. My grandma's I mean, there was, house. Yeah. you know, uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus, all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. it informed all of our comedic yeah. sense. Yeah. So working with Andy, was when did that start for you? Um, to be honest, the first time I was doing stand-up, uh, maybe like 13 years ago, uh, was at his open mic, or the second time I actually went up, was at his open mic in Kapolei. Um, and it's funny because he's been, he's the professor. He, he sees what you're doing, he breaks it down, and he teaches mm-hmm. you. So he taught me a lot. Um, the podcast started, um, he's been doing it for three or, f- or four years, and he invited me to be a guest, uh, a co-host on it uh, in February. Oh, okay. So I've been doing it every day, except I missed one day. <laughs> since february wow yeah he's so that's the one thing that i i I, i'm learning uh with successful comedians or or people who are doing well in the industry is the work ethic so i was i didn't know andy was like that Uh, augie is the same way augie will do five jobs in one day uh tumor tuine is the same thing he constantly working on making videos or something and i'm looking at like man that's the reason I'm not as successful as there. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like video games. I like to lay down. Got to grind, man. Yeah, yeah Tua's been on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and before uh, he was, before, before he, he was, then he blew up, right? Yeah. And there's no way we get him on the show. Yeah, hey, he's still humble though. He, you know. Yeah, I know. But when I saw how much seats he sold at the NBC that run, yeah, that was incredible to see, man. I mean. Yeah. Journey sold out five nights, you know, yeah. back in the eighties. So, the so guy do you, doing it is amazing, man. Do you think the the um, landscape of comedy is at least to break out and to do stuff is better now, or is it just everybody's a comedian now too? So it's just kind of flooded with people, and so it's weird now. There, like, there's a lot of people think there's only like a handful of comics because they don't know the underground scene that mm, we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like maybe thirty or forty comics just on this island then you have like uh maui has a scene and uh kona has a scene um everybody's not at you know 
the level where they can um, headline or something. Yeah. But it's the beginning. You know, every place has to start somewhere. And a lot of these guys are actually pretty funny. It's just they don't get the um, um, they don't get to be in front of a lot of people. I've been blessed where I've opened for a lot of mainland comics and even um, uh, Tumor, where he did the Blazedale. So a lot of people that comes to my show, they're like, I saw you open for Tumor and you thought you were funny, so we wanted to come and check out your show. How was that opening up for him? Was that your biggest audience at that, that time? Um, uh, well, I guess at one, sh- well, I guess so. I think it was um, 6,000. Um, he sold out the Blaisdell um, Arena. And I've done there before with the um, uh, Impractical Jokers. And I think I don't think they sold it out. Yeah. So mm. I think his was probably the biggest. It's been loud too. Huh? Yeah, it's it's a crazy thing where people think um, it's difficult to do a filled out arena. It's actually a lot easier. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the laughs are easier to get. These people over here are laughing, and then it just spreads. Mm. A room full of five people—that's difficult. Because yeah. then they're like, "Oh, I don't like laugh. Am I gonna see me?" Or so they're shy or something. Mm. But um, that's where you get your chops. Uh, when I started out, I was doing a um, comedy in Aiea as a dance studio. And it was the same five people every week. <laughs> so it forced you to, I got to adjust. Come up with new material. Or, or time, yeah. to say it differently. Yeah. And I found that you know, that pressure made me a stronger and better comic. Is um, What venues are on Oahu that you can watch these comics and stuff do their stuff hawaiian brian's they have slack key uh, they do every tuesday oh, lounge yeah mm-hmm. okay every tuesday with uh comedy you um jose dynamite uh, does that show and uh wednesday he does anna o'brien's um and they have open mic so people who yeah let me just give it a shot go because um they're very supportive let's see none of us are big time so we all support each other like i hope you make it and and, and mm-hmm. um thursdays is at taqueria in Capole. um jose uh, comedy who does it there too uh, there's an open mic at stand up honolulu which is the only i guess official uh, comedy club in hawaii um where's where that located I've never... that's in kaka'ako on cook street Oh. You know, they have that park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like up cross corner from that park. Um, Pepper, the misunderstood evil genius, owns and runs that one. Huh. And they do, they have headline or showcases on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, I think June 18th and 19th, Paul Ogata is going to be headlining there. Oh, okay. Paul. Yeah, we, we know Paul yeah. very well. And then... Um, I think um, June 9th is their anniversary or something. Uh, Eddie Ift, who's a, a popular L.A. comic, is coming down to perform. Um, one of the guys, when I started out, he he was like a, I call him a boy genius because he was going to college and he was like, in a, I think he, he graduated high school early or something like that. But he was coming out to the scene, sneaking into the places to do comedy. Very intelligent guy. He went to school up in um, in Massachusetts. Um, uh, Misha Han so he's going to be opening for him he's coming back to do he, he does comedy in New York now but he's coming oh, home okay. he's going to be performing Eddie If so um, Stand Up Honolulu does a lot of um, big shows that's cool small you know, intimate space but they have really good comics yeah, so multiple times a week you could actually go check out a comedy show somewhere on Oahu yep. yeah. and then you can also see the big shows when they come down at Blue mm-hmm. Note 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So Bruno yeah, Marlon was just here. Marlon Wayans. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. He did, I think, like three or four. And his brother, too, um, Sean Wayans, was mm-hmm. recently here, too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, SW1. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've but, always thought about being a, you know, do, doing promotion because I like events and things like that. I thought comedy would be, you know, it's one guy, one girl, one mic. Stuff, you know, it's like it's so, so for, easy, you know. For the showrunner, it's easy because you don't have to do. Like when they tell me, oh, you want to do sound check? I'm like, does the mic work? It's like, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to tune our instruments. You yeah. know, we don't need to you yeah. know, set up drums. It's just the one person. Is it the light work? You know, we're good then. Good to go. Yeah. Have you done stuff in the mainland too? I have. I performed at the Comedy Store, um, uh, Dirty at twelve thirty in Vegas, um, which is like a circus. Not a bad circus, but it's. So when I went there, it's. Um, uh, I don't. I don't really do dirty jokes, but mm. being there, the people wanted raunchy. Yeah. So I had to dirty up a lot of my uh, material. <laughs> but before the she sh- added extra swear word in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, before I went up, Jose Canseco comes into the the green room and he's friends with the guys running Gabe Lopez. Uh, and this is at the South point, um, hotel in like, uh, in, uh, in Vegas. And he's like, all right, all right. If you guys want to do steroid jokes, I'm okay with it. <laughs> and he, walks out. he looks exactly the same. He didn't mm. age, huh? Didn't age. He's ripped. He's shredded. He's wearing medium shirts and he's, he's drinking just... formaldehyde. now. I think <laughs> yeah, crazy, man. Just bathing in the stuff <laughs> like Boba Fett in that, that bath <laughs> or that movie wanted or that the wax that plastic yeah plastic. yeah 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 i think that's what it is man but yeah he looked that, exactly you face find that secret exactly man. the same yeah, yeah. him and uh, dick clark i guess they got the remedy either that or he has a, a painting in his house that looks really really jacked up sorry dorian gray oh okay reference sorry <laughs> See, sometimes the jokes land. Sometimes they don't. Right? I know. Just bring it up, and but you just gotta let it out and see yeah, where it lands. Go, hey, hey, before we we go on, I I meant to say this at the beginning of the podcast, but I, I forgot. We just went into it, but wanted to send out a special tr- congratulations to all the Hawaii people that did well over the weekend. Mm, you got yeah. um, Oh, Ian Tong, yeah, won the American Idol, and mm-hmm. then no, John- no, no, no. We all won. That's yeah, we all. Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody. We all won. won. Yes. Hawaii yeah. won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Polynesian is not related. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's just that's a matter right. of time. And he and he lives here, even though he really doesn't. Yeah. Oh, you know, he's, he's AAPI month, so we all yeah. are related yeah. to him. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yes. But but besides him, uh, also John Matsubara, Iron Chef. Oh, he did. He was on Iron Chef. He won yeah. his his cooking round or oh whatever. really so, so big congratulations oh, out to John too. he's oh, been right a on. guest on the oh, podcast not a, not and a uh, gonna be like 50 bucks win the RuPaul one too yes oh just really just this past week too yeah. right no it was a couple weeks ago oh okay that's yeah. gotta be tough though cause it's like I'm trying so hard to win this contest I finally did it it's the biggest moment of my life but nobody's paying attention <laughs> 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 everybody's watching this EM Tongi. I know and, and EM he can even like there's no Tonight Show to be on. There's no Jimmy Kimmel oh, show. Right? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Right. Strike, so they can't be on. Well, uh, I'm amazed, actually. You know what, though? Like, Today Show and stuff. I think he's going to be on Rogan. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. They just talked about him yeah. on a podcast. Rogan yeah, watched the movie. audition and cried. Yeah, yeah. cried. So I think that's the Dude, bigger, the, bigger than any the, night, the true sing with, The show. singing with James Blunt was, oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> This is kind of a lot. Yeah. And although I was wondering what was going on with James Blunt. Like when he, he looked slide, nervous, yeah. I don't know if he was nervous or he get Tourette's or something, but he <laughs> yeah. was like 
doing one of these. Maybe that's just the way he sings. Maybe old? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But he was like, it looked like he was either trying to keep it together and failing or that's just how he is. Mm. And you go, huh. So recording him must be good fun, yeah? You know, I couldn't. (laughs) You you guys watched that final. Mm -hmm. I I did not. I I couldn't tell if some other performances were actually lip synced or not or vocal thickening or not. But some of them sounded too good. Mm. You know, Mm. especially when the professionals went up and sang. I mean, like Uh, Lionel Richie when he sang Ceylon. And we all went, huh. Sound like the album. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. But you think you think it was vocal thickening then? Nah, he sung, no. that was that yeah. was him live. Yeah, because Sunu was laughing because she said they dropped it a whole step. From yeah. The singing. Oh yeah. So it was like sail on down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like, could tell. I could tell he was live. Yeah. But I was just, some of the other ones I was like, yeah, I don't know. Well, because they know? recorded some of the stuff they recorded earlier, like the the one with um. Uh, what the heck? Ruben Stuttered and yeah. they recorded it earlier. Ruben so Stuttered came back to sing with Ruben Clay Aiken. With Clay Aiken. With Clay Aiken. Wow. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. they sounded wow. amazing. Wow. I missed out. Yeah. I'm telling I, you, man. Yeah, I just, I just didn't catch it. That's that was all. a three-hour-long I mean, show. Bruh, that was way too long. Bruh. It was way too long. Yeah, I wasn't gonna watch it. Yeah. I, was, just, I, I know it's gonna be on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. 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 Check it out there. But yeah. they had the star-studded performance of. There's so much gas up there. Yeah, but I mean, it, I don't know. It was so overstuffed. I'd rather just, okay, kick that guy off. Okay, just give him the, just give it to him already. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him how much he yeah. won. It's it's fine. Did they, did they like draw it out for long? Too? Oh, dude, it was three hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but when they announced it, it wasn't like that whole Ryan Seacrest pause for like one minute and then yeah. saying it. He kind of just uh, said well, it, cause, you know. Because the time was, they were like running the credits yeah. underneath the thing while he was giving away that. Yeah. While he was saying who won, I went, yeah. well, that's waiting a little too long. Like when you got to give the credits to the show and say, yeah. he wins. Okay, uh, run the credit, let's go. But he did, I mean, he did uh, um, cool When you down. say he, who's yeah. the, yeah. who's the host the, now? Uh, it's Ryan. Oh, it's Ryan. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. But the fact that, the fact that, you, sorry, we don't mean to take away from No, 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 no. Him, it's but, the conversation. Uh, but the, uh, the fact that he did a Hawaii song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I, th- I thought that was a big moment. I had chicken skin just seeing the exposure of that song being yeah, played yeah, for yeah. everybody. You know? And, uh, and I mean, they did the the same beats, the, the same bass yeah, yeah, moments. Yeah. That's why he was having a great time because yeah, yeah. the, the way they arranged it was the way that a Roman's video where he was like, "What?" Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was telling Kyle that video of Roman is the perfect because you could tell he was surprised. Yeah, and stoked. Well, they well, said they they American Idol just contacted him and said, yeah. "Oh, someone might do your song." That was yeah. it, right? Yeah. That's all. He's like, he got. "Hmm, I wonder." Maybe <laughs> 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 you're gonna be that country yeah. guy. Lionel yeah. <laughs> cool. Rich is gonna sing my yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel yeah. Richie had a big week because wasn't he out at the coronation too? Yes. He and, Car- he and Katy Perry. Perry. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Lionel Richie, but he's getting older. He's, he's looking kind of like a lion. He always looked like that. No, but like more so with the plastic surgery. Well, he uh, said yeah. he he said he's never had plastic surgery. He lied. He lied mm. like a rug. Either he had it done and then had it redone so that it would sort of look not like. So look at him like before. In the 70s, yeah. you know, before you were born. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, if you look at him now. He looked like he had pores. And yeah. now he looked like he has no pores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, he's smooth. Yeah. It's like, what happened? <laughs> I, I thought he looked good, though. Even if it is plastic surgery, he, All right. know, he looks okay. He's not like one of those maybe you have a good overdone. TV. You have a good TV. Yeah, maybe. Because maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I look at him like, man, this is like uh, uh, Mr. Potato with the mustache. <laughs> 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 
That's what it looked like, just a mustache. And a, yeah, and the, the cap of head, yeah. the cap of hair on the head. But congratulations to him. And, yes. And, and, yes. And, the family and John. And everybody. Yes. And, and everybody in Eva Beach still partying right Hawaii. now. Hawaii. Congratulations. Well, yeah. And, uh, we did it. Took the, mainland, the mainland, it took him a couple of days before they gave him credit. Like oh, he really? one Sunday, we went crazy. There was all, you know, all the news stations, everybody. Yeah. And today, hey, Ian won. Like, they're so surprised. We're like, bro, no Sunday. I no, I, I thought I saw stuff on Twitter from that first day. Yeah, I was all from Hawaii, people. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, I, I had to get off social media because it was just too many of the same videos. I was like, ah, we <laughs> take a break. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. <laughs> we know, we know he won. Yeah, okay, yeah. we got it. Happy for him, though. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. yeah. He's, and he's, he's, uh, he's done it his own way, which is... Yeah. He's a good really representation cool. for yeah. Hawaii, Oh, yeah. For Excellent sure. representation. Yeah. I just hope that protection comes out and, you know, people start... You know, the everybody's gonna come out. Hey, won't you wear my hat? Won't you yeah. wear my shirt? Won't you, you know, help me out? And hopefully, he gets that protection that he needs to keep people away from him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you got, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, hey, yeah. I will let you wear my shirt, but no more size, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because when I when they do shows uh, with with comics uh, and they they sell merch, usually a shirt. And then a lot of them will give away one shirt to the opener or the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they want to give me a shirt. And so they go, oh, here, I know this is not just size, but here. I said, oh, that's cool. I'll let my daughter wear it. <laughs> so I, my daughter has all these comedian shirts. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. are offensive, some are. <laughs> but I just, I said, here, you know, just, just, you don't have to wear it. But here you go. Here's a shirt. <laughs> is, what? It, is it true you used to be a bus driver? Yeah, yeah. 17 years a city bus. Wow. wow. Yeah. Can you tell us a crazy uh, story? A bus oh, story. Cr- There's so many. So when I started, Sorry, I, no, I started uh, writing jokes. A lot of it came from my experience with the bus. Because I know Augie had a lot of material from just riding the bus too back in the day. Oh, uh, right? it's so like general public. It's like you cannot say no if they yeah. have fare. Mm. So you pick up uh, everybody. I've had um, an elderly woman, small Japanese lady. Like I'm sitting down in a seat and she's my height. <laughs> Sweet lady. I see her all the time. Get on. Hi, Ozzy. Sit down. Uh, it's, um, older Holly guy um, gets on the bus and he always talks. So he sits in the front, talks story. Hey, how's it going today? Is oh pretty good. Traffic's not bad. And small talk. And then the small Japanese lady, just shut up and drive the bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and I see her hand pointing to him. You shut up. You talk too much. And you just drive the bus. And it's weird. You know, like some days, he's like, I'm not putting up with this <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah. And that was that day. And I was, oh. So I said, like, you know what? So I called the supervisor to come. He's like, oh, yeah, this lady on the bus, she's, she's uh, being rude. She's telling me to shut up and drive the bus. I cannot. And I know all the key words because union, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I cannot uh, continue working with this kind of harassment. <laughs> all the trigger words. Like, yeah. This kind of harassment. I don't feel safe. <laughs> operating this vehicle <laughs> so they go okay just stay at that stop with supervisors uh, right around the corner be there supervisor came up he go, oh what's wrong money he's like oh this lady telling me shut up and drive the bus and he look at the lady and he look at me and say seriously <laughs> i went out went outside go, i know i i didn't i was just in a bad mood but i wasn't gonna deal with her stuff today and I do realize I'm six seven and she's four seven. <laughs> so he ended up taking, you know, took her in in, the, in their car, the supervisor car, and dro- drove her home. What route were you? Uh, usually in town, so it's either the number one that goes from Kali to uh, either Hawaii Kai or Kamuki, 
or um, the number three that used to come through here, um, the Kamuki by um, what is this? Uh, this the Wailai and whatever's uh -huh. area. So yeah. I like to stay in town. I oh, like okay. the the stop and go and the action. I like to see people and um, people always. Say, what is it like? You know, it's like cruising. You yeah. gotta stay on the road. Yeah. But then I see people all the you time. You gotta stay on the road. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Yeah, that's the thing that they. they so one of the requirements. Yeah. Is <laughs> to to try to follow the map if you can, <laughs> and maybe stop once in a while and pick up people. <laughs> but yeah, we, we I always say like, oh, because uh, people grumble. Oh, you guys get paid too much. I was like, oh no, they they don't pay us. They pay us one dollar to drive the bus. They, the rest is so that we don't kill you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny true. is is uh, when I was in high school. You know, you go to that. Did you go to the counselor and get like what kind of job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take a mm. you take whatever, the quiz. Quiz, bus driver. Sure, that, yeah. that was what they recommended to me. They didn't say musician. No. So I was like, oh, Why bus driver. You, you hate people. What would you I don't know. Yeah, it was driver. such a weird. I'm it like, this make test does not bus make any sense. Bus drivers hate people. <laughs> <laughs> we only do it for the pay. <laughs> I always wondered how you know that that person at the bus stop is waiting for your bus. Oh, uh, so that. You slow down and you watch body language. So if, for people watching, we watch uh, movement. So like even if it's dark, if you see nothing, then we just keep going. Okay. Uh, so like uh, it was a Sunday. My dad was a supervisor. Uh, it was a Sunday by Ala Park. I, pulled, I slowed down and saw an old lady at the bus stop. Slow down, slow down. She didn't move and then went. And then my dad pulled me over at the next stop by uh, Mayor Wright's. And he got out and he knew it was me. And it was like... Oh, the supervisor man. didn't get up. My dad got up. Oh, man. He came out, and he was going to take off his belt or something. He was like, <laughs> oh, why you never stop for that lady? I was like, oh, she never moved. She didn't want this bus. He said, how you know? I slowed down. Some some people cannot see that mm. well. Mm. Some people, you know, and then you have to at least stop when you see old people. This is Sunday. She waited one hour for your bus because she missed the last one. Now mm. she got to wait one more hour for the next bus? And then it didn't click until then. I was like in my twenties. I was like, oh, just go. So he was scolding me. I was like, Dad, you gotta calm down. You know, we at work. If you, if, if you hit me, I'm gonna sue the company. You just got grounded when you went home. Yeah. Get out of that bus. You're not working for two for two days. But yeah, it's it's we get a lot of stuff. I've seen fights. I've seen you know. People soil themselves, and yeah. um, it's just like any other job. I mean, you get rules. You know, it's like somebody soils stuff. You got to stop the bus, kick everybody out, and they got to catch the next bus. Um, fights. I've seen kids um, uh, like beat up a guy because the guy was making trouble to a, like arguing with his girlfriend or yeah. something. Uh. So like it's just going white pahu, and then high school kids, these Samoan kids, all of a sudden looking at hey, and the next year they all running out. Then one kid comes up to the front. I was thinking, oh, it's on, right? Come yeah. And I know you're high school, but you big. Right? Like, so he goes, oh, sorry, uncle. The guy was the guy was pushing his girlfriend around, so we had to lick him. I said, oh, right on, get outside. They go to the <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you, you do get a lot of, and you get numb to stuff. So really? like, I can walk through Chinatown and something's happening on the road. Like, well, that's mm. just Tuesday. And I, and I heard from from one of your videos that if someone's running to the bus, oh. that's not necessarily a, a sign for you to stop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so that's a, I mean, I actually, to be honest, I have a joke where I say that, Oh, if you're running for the bus, we do see you, but we wait till you get to the door and then we take off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 
honestly, I wasn't that bus driver. I, I would wait. I, I, I did one time, though. I was My mom was across the street. She worked in downtown. And I saw her at the crosswalk. And my light was green. And I was already serviced the bus stop. And I heard her. Hey. I waved. And then I left. Because I didn't know she was trying to catch my bus. She told me. <laughs> she, she told me later. Oh, she told me later. I said, I was trying to catch your bus. I was like, oh, you missed it. <laughs> so I don't try to, but sometimes it happens. Well, when I was a kid, I used to see it pass me. I'm like, what the hell? But I realized it was just full. A lot of times, yeah. yeah. If it passed, it's full. No, I think it's just you, Cloud. Yeah. yeah. At first, I thought it was me. Oh, is it? Is this Shimabukuro kid? <laughs> yeah. He's going to be a troublemaker. Yeah. I ain't picking him up. <laughs> yeah. I know some Shimabukuro's at IL. So yeah, they, uh, exactly. They all the same. Last time, the little bastard. Him up. <laughs> Good luck walking. <laughs> yeah. So, I had a question. I cut you off way earlier. Oh, the, no, the, no. The, um, the bus thing was on my mind. Mine was... Uh, I think we had asked uh, Tumua this question too, but uh, the decision to work clean. Because, mm. um, by the way, Tumua many. is good at the crowd work too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and what I, he's. I think, that's what he's working on. Yeah, and I think I think that addition to anybody's repertoire is always a good thing. And that it's interesting because as a as an MC, that's the stuff I have to do. So I'm not a I'm not a stand up comedian. So mine is more. You look mm-hmm. at people in the audience and you. You know, yeah. you, you single people out because they're either looking at you or they engage you in some way or there's something that you can point champ out. Champ like that. Cause they, yeah, because they oh, look. Oh, champ, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they look. But, but champ also, like, he goes there. Yeah, <laughs> like, There's yeah, not a lot yeah, of people yeah, go yeah. there. Champ will go yeah, there. I don't, I don't and, know if he does this at every gig, but every time that I've been at a party and he's emceeing, he's never near the stage. Yeah. And mm. it's just like a, a voice coming out of the sky, and I'm like, yeah. "If he has this guy insulting me, and I, I can't yeah. and it's oh, oh if he has a cordless, he's oh, walking he's around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, I told him, I said, you know the problem with you and cordless walking around? You short. Nobody can see you. <laughs> Nobody can see him at all. Anyway, so anyway, but I, I did wanna, I did wanna ask about that because it does, like you said, right? You did that one show in Vegas where you kind of had to, yeah, 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 sprinkle some dirty into what you were doing because yeah. that's what they're expecting. Yeah. So normally, I, I, I don't work clean normally, hmm. um, but the past few years, working with Andy, seeing Tumua's success, and hearing other comics, like one of my favorite comics is Brian Regan, who oh. does oh, clean. Oh yeah, really? he works yeah. clean. He swears when he talks regular. He says, but he hmm. just he just chooses to work clean. Mm. Um, so, um, and it sucks for me because the proof is in the pudding. When I did a family friendly show, as um, my manager called it, uh, at Bluno, and it sold out. And listening to other comics say, so a couple buys a tickets to a ticket or tickets to see a show. The family buys two more for their kids. Mm. So you, you sell more tickets when you work clean, and they say you make more money when you work clean because. Um, you can. I could have gone to that dirty at twelve thirty and work clean. They're not going to complain. But if I go to a mm. church and work dirty, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that's you can work clean and work anywhere, but, but you can't work anywhere. Do you, you switch it on and off on purpose? If you get tired of working clean, do you do one dirty set at a at a venue that's appropriate? So when I, I go to the open mic um, Thursdays at uh, Stand Up Honolulu and I unleash. 
Mm. It's like, you know, MF this and MF that. Yeah. I just, it's almost just venting. It's just, I'm just ranting about stuff. Like, oh, did you guys hear what happened here? Man, F that. And then you yeah. just go yeah. off. Yeah. And it's funny because the, um, um, the, co- the co-owner, uh, Christine, at Stand Up Honolulu, she's like, James Money. I've never heard so many curse words come out of your mouth. <laughs> I was like, well, because I've been working with Tamur uh, the past uh, half a year and working with Andy now for how many months, mm. and they're both clean comics. I just had to unleash. She's mm. like, oh, I'm not complaining. I just never seen it before. Yeah. So it's there is a time and place for it. Yeah. Um, I when I write and I tell the, all the new comics, I write. I write clean. I can dirty up with my the way I talk normally if I wanted to, but when I write, I write it clean. Mm. So. I remember watching um. Full House, right? Growing with Full House and, oh. and that comedian. Oh, oh, Dave Coulier. Yeah. No, no. no. Uh, Bob, Bob Saget. Saget. Oh, yeah. Saget. Bob Saget. And then when like, I saw yeah. him on stage, I was like, yeah. wait, this is the same Bob Saget? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy was dirty. Yeah. They said uh, Danny he, Tanner? Is that what yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he told, they said he, to this day, I think, told the dirtiest version of the Aristocrats. Yeah. yeah. I watched it. It's terrible. Bruh. Yeah. It's like, have you, John, you know what you're talking about? It's funny yeah. as hell. The aristocrat, the aristocrats, the aristocrats is a is a joke that every comedian, well, not every comedian, but all the comedians tell each other to amuse each other, and it's an attempt to be as off color as possible. Yeah, there, like there's. So there's a storyline on premise, but then they make up, they make up their yeah. way there. Oh. Yeah, it's a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Yeah, but normally some people will throw in incest, uh, yeah. cannibalism, yeah. or <laughs> acrobats. Yeah. People eating shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. They, in fact, uh, I think it was Penn and Teller. They did an entire uh, documentary on that. Just yeah. that one oh, joke really? and the evolution of the joke because yeah. it it gave you an entree into the mind of a of a comic. How they tell the joke, you know the 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 points that they hit with it all that kind of stuff Bob Saget Gilbert Godfrey was the two <laughs> worst oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. ever Gilbert's so funny yeah because Gilbert Godfrey right the guy mm, he uh yeah. he got up and he started doing he started doing something and then he got he got sidetracked or he got he got thrown off and so he just didn't know what to do and he was in a room full of comedians and he went into the aristocrats joke and just like he slayed, the comedians yeah, were laughing were super crying. hard, but everybody yeah. in the audience was like, yeah. what the yeah, hell yeah. is going on? I've always enjoyed Gilbert when he would do the roasts with Jeff Ross. And oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always very good. Yeah. yeah. Who, who was your um, role model comedian growing up? Ooh, that's a tough one. There's, there's a bunch. Um, but if I had to pick like a few of my favorites, uh, Brian Regan, I mentioned earlier, yeah. is one of them. He's good. Um, uh, Mitch Hedberg, he's, yeah. uh, he does one-liners. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Greg Giraldo, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Dave Chappelle, and um, lately I've been listening to uh, JB Smoove a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, it's because of the way he performs. It's not so much his material. Uh. Like he commits to a bit and just hammers it. Like, like just keeps going. It's like, and you're just watching. And like, when's he gonna stop? But it's so <laughs> off funny yeah. that you can't help but laugh at his commitment and mm. um i've been watching because i guess it's different from the way i do i'm more uh, like words I, 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 I like to write stuff i like to um play with words and kind of uh, gross people out but there's so it's so clever that it's still funny mm. Mm. so like uh one of my um, favorites is ryan stout 
Um, and he's a lot of people haven't heard of him, but he's, he's on Spotify. You guys can check him out on YouTube. One of his jokes is like, he's, I was on the plane, and uh, this guy came on the plane. He only had one arm, and I was like, please sit next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? He did. Wrong side. <laughs> and he fought for that armrest. <laughs> so like he does that. So it's like, that's messed up. But it's still so funny. Yeah. And laugh. So yeah. I actually have a bit about um, my sister having a baby. And um, so it, it goes, if you guys don't, I guess I'll, I'll tell it. But uh, my sister recently gave birth. Um, um, her husband's half. Her husband's Jamaican, so it's like, oh, we gotta see what this looks like. We've never seen uh, a Samoan Jamaican baby Ooh. before, you know. So we're like, let's go to the hospital and see what it's like. I'm in the car. I was like, I bet you it looks like the predators. Like, has muscles, has dreadlocks, and uh, his, his mouth probably opens sideways. It's, you know, it's gotta look weird. And so we get to the hospital. Like, whoa. We were shocked. It was like, wow, it's, he's beautiful. So I guess it's true. Negative times negative equals positive. <laughs> wow. So, so like in the hospital, you know, what they do is take a white blanket when the newborns and they, they wrap it real tight. It's swaddling. So they yeah, swaddle yeah. the baby. You know, I guess so. It's, it's, it doesn't run away. You know, so it's Jamaican because it's fast. So, you know, like, oh. so it was like, you know, we were looking. I was like, wow, my sister's in the bed. We're all surrounding her. My auntie's on that side. She picks up the baby. She's like, oh, he's beautiful. Mwah. Ooh, new baby smell. It passes to my cousin. Ooh, new baby smell. I love it. New baby. So it's going around. And I'm a comedian, so I'm a little cuckoo. I'm like, wow, my family's passing around this giant joint. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and it's half Jamaican, so it's got to be good. <laughs> so he comes around. I'm like, no, 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 pass. I'll pass. My dad's pissed. He's like, why don't you pick up here? That's your only nephew, my only grandson. Give him a kiss. Take a smell. I was like, whoa, it's kind of <laughs> gross, Dad. So I had to explain to him. I was like, the way my mind thinks, you know, they, you've been in a new car, right? New car smell. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Everybody loves it. I don't think it's a new car smell. I think it's the smell of the factory that the car comes from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, and it, so, it's like, I really don't want to know what my sister's baby factory smells like. <laughs> and the best part about that joke is one day you guys, I'm telling the whole audience, you're going to be out there in the real world. And you're going to see a newborn baby. And you're going to remember when you saw this giant Samoan on stage saying, that baby smells like... That baby vagina. <laughs> <laughs> like vagina. Yeah. And then I've had women um, DM me. On, you know, I was at your show. Uh, I was at the Polynesian uh, AF show. And I saw mm-hmm. you do that joke. I gave birth that night. <laughs> I said, did you smell it? <laughs> Another woman uh, DM me. She, oh, no, she was at the stand up on the She... We're, and she goes, you know, tonight is my last night out because I'm having a baby this weekend. And I was like, you don't. She goes, no, I have a surrogate. I was like, oh, so are you going to smell the baby? <laughs> like, I think we're just going to leave it out in the sun for two days. <laughs> so it's like it's like that. It's like it's gross. It's weird, but it's still clever that you laugh. How Those, much of your material um, derives from real life? Ooh, um, so my that that joke, my my. My sister is married to a Jamaican. They have a son. Um, we weren't at the hospital because they gave birth in Virginia. Mm, huh. But it was something that I thought of as I was driving the bus, like, you know, looking at people and like, look at everybody smelling the baby's head. That's so gross. Yeah. The baby came from right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a lot of observation. I'll, I will um, hang out someplace. Like, like 
you know, people say, oh, I'm sorry, keep you waiting or whatever. I was like, no, I'm okay. I was watching, you know, mm-hmm. um, the city bus material actually. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of material. Yeah, mm-hmm. so a lot of it is true. Um, I, t- I actually, before I started stand-up, I was, this was MySpace days. Or you could blog on MySpace. Mm. I, I got into Criminal Minds, the TV show, mm-hmm. and they were uh, profiling serial killers. So I was profiling my passengers as they were come on the bus. So a Filipino man coming on the bus, I know when he pull out his wallet, there'll be a rubber band around his wallet. <laughs> so I was writing these blogs, and people yeah. were reading. I was like, dude, you should write a book. I was like, I'm not writing no book. And then somebody jumped and said, you should try stand-up. Mm. So then that's where oh, it happened. Okay. So it's... Is a ton of stuff. I, I talk about my daughter a lot. Uh-huh. Um, our, our travels when we went to Portland, Oregon. I went to Voodoo Donuts, and they had the donut. Um, it's called Cock and Balls. <laughs> so I was trying. To, no, no, look at the other one over there. <laughs> so it's it's life experience. Yeah. I even almost died in um, whitewater rafting in Oregon. Uh, I almost drowned. So I tell that story too, and you know, you Ooh. add the jokes. Uh-huh. Here and there, but um, a lot of it is from actual life stuff. Because I know, um, like Bobby Lee recently got into some trouble mm-hmm. with jokes or stories that he told that people thought was real, and he tried to cancel him. Oh and then yeah, he backpedaled yeah. and said, "No, those are stories." But then it made me wonder: was it stories or was it you know? Just- but some do. Like some like um, when you. Like, we've been talking to Andy about material uh, we're, because we're going to go on um, tour soon. So we riff after we podcast, we riff. So a lot of it is just like stuff that, hey, you ever thought of, you know, yada, yada, yada. And you go, yeah. And then we, we both just throw punchlines at it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it can be. Um, there's a lot of comics that tell us that it's not true stories. It's just stuff that they thought of yeah. and it's funny. Uh, for me, I think the stories that I tell... It's funnier when, and just something I learned from Andy, is that if you believe it, it's funnier. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I first started telling a joke, he would come up to me after the, um, the open mic. He'd go, oh, what were those people wearing? I'm like, what people? So the people you're talking about in your joke. I was like, I don't know. It's just made up. And he goes, well, see, I, we could tell that. If mm-hmm. you dress it up in your head mm-hmm. and you see mm-hmm. it actually happening then you believe that it happened. And when you tell the story, people will believe it too. And you paint that picture for that audience yeah. member yeah. too. Yeah. That's why uh, I meant to, uh, the reason I was happy you were coming is because I wanted to give you props again for, um, so uh, a friend of ours uh, passed oh, away. Yeah, when Johnny, pastor, passed away. He uh, he asked myself, uh, Nolan, he asked James to be at the, the funeral to speak. And... <laughs> You know, everybody kind of had their piece, and it was it was actually more of a like a comedy show than it was uh, something that was sad. They were singing, and it was a it was a beautiful ceremony. It was everything that Johnny would have wanted. Yeah. But um, what was hilarious was uh, the best part for me for a lot of us was James had to speak last, like oh, just about last yeah. out of everybody, and he got up there and kind of went, "You guys kind of took all the stuff I was going to say." <laughs> so you know what I mean, but. In the in the I don't know what it was twenty minutes thirty minutes like he came up with a whole bunch of stuff and it was it was <laughs> if you hadn't put that spin on it it would have been like whoa okay but he somehow made it into a roast super, yeah into a roast so it became it, <laughs> well you you should because talk about it everybody was you know oh he's sweet he's yeah. nice the usual stuff you hear it you know 
memorials or funerals. Oh, he's the best person. And you see on the news, like, oh, so sad what happened. And they were so sweet. It's like, they can't be sweet all the time. <laughs> so then when you're hearing other people talk about about him, and, and there were nice things. And I have nice things to say about him. I yeah. love the guy, too. He's very supportive. So when I got I was like, you know, it would be funny if, and he would love it too. Yep. If I just went and just roasted and just talked trash about him, and mm-hmm. that's what I did. I was like, that's in my eyes at that time. I was like, that's how I'll be different or stand out. Mm-hmm. So I got up and said, you know what, Johnny lied to me. You know? Everybody went, wait, what? Yeah, I said he's a liar. You know, he's like, he's he. I'm finding out that he was hitting because he was he's he hit on me uh, after my um, two years ago on um, a show I did uh, at the Blue Note. Uh, and jokingly, but maybe not jokingly, because if I'm stage, I was joking about you know being gay. I'm not, but I was joking. And then, then I hear him in, the, in there. I got you. I got yeah. you. <laughs> so <laughs> after the show, we we're taking pictures, and then he's like, "Seriously though, I got you." And I was like, "All right." So then I got up and I talked about that. He's like, "He told me that it was special between us." I see he's hitting on everybody that's here in this room. He's a liar. How dare you? And it just went off and you know, in fun. And I think he would have he would have been cracking up. Right? Oh yeah, uh, he my, loved it. I have a video of that. Uh, oh, do you? Uh, no, no, not the oh. um, of me at the memorial, but mm. um, when I performed two years ago at Blue Note, and you, I can hear you him. can hear. Ha! Yes, yeah. yes, you hear that yeah. laugh. You can hear me and him. Uh, he says, I got you. And, oh, take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, easy. So you knew him at that point, or was he just in the audience and you got to know him from that, that um, time on? I knew him already because he, he would come out to a lot of comedy shows. Okay. He was very supportive of performing artists. Yeah. And so then when I seen him and, and then we would talk and he, he expressed, how, um, you know, he thought it was funny. And so then I would see him at other shows. So every time I see him, I give him a shout out. And then it was weird after he passed that you go to... Um, our next uh, mm-hmm. Polynesian AF show yeah. and they had a chair with lays on it for him and it's kind of like oh man yeah all of the others had lays for him too and the yeah. empty chair yeah. that sorry we- uh, Johnny Pastor uh, did a lot of theater with us uh, he worked with Kumukohua with Diamond Head but he was a there were there were interesting aspects of his life that some of us didn't know about. Like, I had no idea he went to as many comedy shows yeah. as he did. He was, mm-hmm. he was very close with a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Kenny Kusaka. So he would go and support Kenny. But yeah. then after doing that, then apparently he would go and see James or he would go Darryl and see... Bonilla. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Daryl and all those guys. So he'd go and be front row at all those seats. Yeah. And so yeah. Yeah. once he passed, it was uh, a lot of us uh, made the first chair in the very first role, mm. uh, Johnny's chair, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was it was a it was an irreverent take on something that 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 with an evening that was funny and and heartfelt made it even more funny and it was mm. still it was kind of wrong <laughs> like had the look and then just tilted a little bit on its head yeah. but I was like man we were like I never would have thought of that I never would have thought of instead of getting up there and extolling his virtues going. Hey, you know, Johnny, he's a liar, man. (laughs) (laughs) And he said it exactly like that, and the audience didn't know what to do. And then we all started laughing, and he just kept going with it. And we went, okay, yeah, yeah. And you know he was enjoying every moment of that, too. I could hear that. You could hear that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and that was the other thing. You knew Johnny was in the audience because that that was his laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if if you were in a a place that you couldn't see him, and you heard it, oh, Johnny's here. (laughs) Yeah. 
We would do plays and yeah, he'd be in the he'd be somewhere in the audience and you yeah. would hear him and go, Oh, okay, good. Well, we know somebody's gonna laugh at some point <laughs> in time. That's why when he said he did the the um the comedy show with like five people. If one of them is Johnny, you're good. Everybody yeah, else gonna yeah, laugh yeah, at some point yeah, in time. Yeah. Yeah. But but nowadays the crowds are not bad, right? Out at the it just kinda depends on the venue and stuff. Well, no, it depends. I guess on the draw. So, like, if I perform with uh, Tumua, I know it's going to be oh, Tumua, yeah. local crowd. Mm. It's going to be... And it, so he knows when his family, uh, his Wai'anae family is in the house or Kaneohe family is in the house. Mm. And then that's when you know it's like, oh, they're going to talk. They're going to not not talk to each other. But oh, when you say stuff, they're going to, yeah, you know it. Yeah. Or something, yeah. you know. Mm. We performed in Arizona and Laie girls were in the house, surprisingly. And I was like... Wow, and you can hear them all in the back just going, yeah, we got you, brother. You know, just, but in a supportive yeah. way. Oh, yeah. So it's like um, with, with his crowds, you know, you have to have a certain energy to interact with them or, but as an opener, like Tumo doesn't want, um, and a lot of, I think Todd Barry is the same way. They don't want the openers to interact with the crowd mm. because if I ask, where are you from? Where are you from? Next thing when he comes out. They cannot do it. Yeah, and it's oh. like, oh, you already took it. So, um, it's stick to material as the opener to prepare them for the headliner, which I is see. the job of the opener or the middle. And um, so I never really interacted with with them at his shows. You just heard them and they're like, what's up, James? Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. You're like, mm, peace. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now how, how important nowadays is the social media? Is that is that? Oh, so we were talking about this with um, in the, the podcast with Andy. Um, uh, talking to uh, Paul Ogata about it. It is huge. Because Paul's been posting his uh, stand-up. Because he, he never used to post stand-up before. Because he's trying to uh, boost his social media following. Mm. So it got to a point, and then Tumua fell into it too. Um, he blew up, he was maybe on like three or f- three to five years. Doing the videos, stand-up. that's why, man. Yeah. Holy so he hit it at the right time. It's the timing. Um, you get the following, the clubs will ask. What's the social media following? Wow. Because they know ticket sales. Oh, oh really? Yeah. So that's wow. why, I like, when you, when you ask about, uh, when you talk about Tumor's ticket sales, a lot of it has to do with his social media following. He mentions on his IG story, hey, ticket sales tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then sold out because so many people saw that he mentioned his ticket sales. If I was to do it, he has, what, over 100,000 followers. Mm-hmm. I have almost 8,200 followers. Not that many people see it, so my tickets <laughs> won't sell out right away. Mm-hmm. His will. There's guys like um, King Batch that's big on, on social media uh, in the mainland, and all these other social media influencers. Because well, even like um, recently, I've gotten into Pete Holmes mm-hmm. and uh, Anthony Jesselnik. Oh yeah, yeah. And just because they showed up on Reels, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I like I'm like, oh, these guys are kind of funny, you know. So then I, I yeah, and I, that's that's what it is. So. Them being seen on social media, but well, those are actual stand-up comedians. Yeah, yeah. And now there's people who aren't stand-up comedians that are getting booked at comedy clubs. What? Oh, yeah. So really? they're taking spots that a stand-up uh, comedian. So that's a big happens, risk, though, right? No, the they will sell clubs. tickets. But uh, business might be owner, a one-shot deal, though, right? Yeah, that's the other part. Is so the fans of that person will show up, will buy tickets, be there, you know, drink, eat, whatever the club needs them to do. But the next time they come through might not because then you go up and you're like, hmm, they're not that funny. Yeah. They, 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 don't, they don't do the craft or the art of stand-up comedy. But as we're talking to Paul Gata, he's saying some of them don't care. That's They're fans of that person. They'll really? show up. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. They don't care that they're not they're not as polished a, a comedian as Paul Agata is, but they don't care because they want to see their 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 fan of that person. Paul mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. So that's that's where we're seeing a, a change. So people like myself, I'm always putting out social media content to try to build up my following so that I can sell tickets. So. I keep getting uh, suggestions for this kid named Matt Rife. And again, that kid is huge. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that guy. He's huge. Yeah, he yeah. sold out over here when he came down. That's the guy that does a lot month. of crowd work, yeah? Yes. Just, yeah. like, makes up stories that, as yeah. he's talking to but people. But the thing with social media, the, the reason to do crowd work is you don't want to post your jokes. Like, the joke I just did about the, the baby sniffing. Yeah. Sorry, we can take it out. No, no, that's <laughs> cool. <laughs> but, but, like, so they people are like, oh, if, if I put it out there, it's burnt. I can't do it anymore. Mm. But if I do crowd work, I can post all my crowd because that'll never happen again. Yeah. yeah. So that's where like like Tamua does is big on social media, does crowd work, uh, Matt Rife, and they're all putting out their crowd work. So they're yeah. not putting out their material. Andrew Schultz does good. Oh, crowd he's a monster. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what? Blue Note when yeah. he was talking to all the local guys was hilarious. hilarious. Andrew Schultz. He's yeah. in, he's in. Like, he blew he up during seen, the pandemic. Yeah. Friends yeah. of Joe Rogan. Oh, he, yeah? He's one of those guys that just like Tamua, they converted to social media. Uh, uh, during the pandemic and then blew up there. Yeah, but his mind is So he's intelligent. Quick. He's got to be intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, James, uh, I know you have a heart out today because you have your, your podcast. Uh, we have <laughs> one more question. Oh, I'm cool. Uh, so if you... So we are technically a music podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we have one music question that we ask everybody. If you were stranded on a desert island Ooh. for the rest of time and you had to take three albums with you to listen to you, Wow. That's all you could listen to for the rest. And you're of old enough to remember albums. Your existence, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what three albums would you take with you? And you can think about that. I'm going to do a quick plug for myself. Uh, hopefully, this comes out before Friday. But if you're around Friday, Kakaako Salt. Uh, there is this uh, a charity. It's called Mutti Movement. It's um, women who provide feminine products for you know uh, people who are in low income mm-hmm. or or like places mm-hmm. where they can't get it. You know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they're having a fundraiser there. I will be playing as long as, as well as uh, Lei from Kahibai and oh. uh, Robi Kahakalao will be there. So if you are in the area, like you're all playing together? Not together. Oh, well, I'm playing with Lei. Oh, but okay, Robi's cool. playing, I think, probably after us. And um, so Friday, Salt Seven ish. If you want to come down, um, in the barn. Anything to plug? Huh? In the barn. <coughs> in the barn. Yeah. Okay. In the barn. Mm, yeah. Okay. Support a cause. Oh, look good at cause. you, Mr. Hip Guy. You know it's called the barn. I didn't know it was called the Black Hawk. I'm impressed, bro. All right, okay. So, so James. He's still thinking. He's still thinking. <laughs> can't be compilation? No. Can't, can't be compilation. <laughs> no, no cheating. No cheating. Uh, the best of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can make it a comedy album. No too, greatest hits, fine. no live. The greatest hits of the 80s. <laughs> okay, so the first initial that comes to my head is got to be something Beatles. Oh, no. um, but for me, it would be um, Abbey Road. Oh. Because of the different types of songs. That's what I'm thinking of variety. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm always music, mm-hmm. I'm, what my mood is. So, I, I make the breakfast at home. So, it's like, what mood am I? Country Western, boom. Or, mm-hmm. or uh, but the Beatles can't go wrong. Abbey Road has, um, um, is it something in the yeah. way? Isn't okay. that also yeah. um, Dig a Pony? Uh, it's just weird, you know, they, they're weird songs. Um, so, it has to be that. And I'm thinking. I gotta have Holland Notes because. Oh. But I'm, I'm trying to think ah. which. My first cassette tape that I owned as a kid was. Um, the um, Rock and Soul. No, it was. Ah. Um, 
Maneater. Oh, okay. And my first Walkman was well, actually my brother's Walkman with the orange headphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but also H two O then. I'm thinking of H two, but I'm because they're back in those days. You had two songs are good and the mm. rest are okay, and yeah, then the next yeah, album. Yeah. So that's what I'm we trying to do. Voices, voices, voices was really good too. Yeah, because yeah. Our, on my list. And yeah. our younger artists, our, our younger guests, we have to just say artists <laughs> because they don't even know what an album is. So we'll give you Hollow Notes then, the, the, okay. the, the best of Hollow Notes. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> the, that. The Rock and Soul or the uh, Essential? <laughs> okay. And it's weird because I I was in college during the the golden year of hip hop, which is '94, when. All these big albums came out, Wu-Tang, Biggie, and... Aquatic, um, right? Yeah. Well, Aquatic was, was actually 92? a couple years before. Um, Snoop, I think, was 90, 93 or... It was around, but it's around that time. Yeah. There's so many good... So they had mixtapes. <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, but... So I have the, the, the country... I mean, not the country, the, uh, the Beatles. I have the... Um, 80s Hollow Notes, and then I gotta have. Shoot, this is tough because it's a whole album. Um, <laughs> but it's weird because this is an album I don't think too many people know. Lucky Peterson um, is a, a blues guitar guy. Mm. Move his album Move, which is weird because I was walking in Tar Records and they were playing it. And I was listening, like, oh, because I, li- I like blues too. The guitar, I love the guitar. I love the, the, the grungy sound. Mm-hmm. So that whole album I like, because he also sings Purple Rain really? in a blues way. Wow. Yeah, he covers Purple Rain. Um, I think Tin Pan Alley, which has, uh, he does it a very slow and it's almost like a movie scene. Like you can actually picture it. Uh, but yeah, the album is Moved by Lucky Peterson. So I've, This is one that. Uh, Never heard before. Definitely looking up right now. But you know what? It made me think of how special Tower Records was. Yeah, I I was just I just took my dogs to the vet in in Pearl Kai. That used to be Tower Records. Yeah, and I was telling my daughter, I was like, "Oh, me! I used to come here and just listen to the music, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. go home." (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. you you go to go to listing station. Yeah, just go. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Yeah. and then you go jelly, see if they get them used. But I used to DJ, so I used to know about um, uh, records and stuff. Yeah, those are good times. They were. Yeah. They were. Well, uh, James, if you, you can find James, we'll post all your uh, social media stuff on, on, the, on the podcast page yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. What podcast can we catch you at real quick? Oh, the Daily Pigeon podcast with Andy Bumatai and James Mane. Uh, we will be performing in Kona July 1st and Renton Washington at Carco Theater August nineteenth, and we'll be yeah. doing more. We'll be performing more. So Andy's back, on. baby, and we can yeah. find you oh, on wow. YouTube. Yep, find yeah. me on YouTube, uh, Instagram. Because I'm trying to, you know, okay. build up my Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My TikTok is fine, but my Instagram needs boosting. So okay, all right. At comedian James Money. Thank you. All right, and we'll see you all next week. Have a Take good care. Week.